Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Hey, I'm Ricky Allison, Men's Ministry Associate. The following is one of our seven talks from the 2023 Forge Men's Retreat on 1 Timothy 6.11. But you, man of God, flee from these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Enjoy this talk from our adult ministries pastor, David Thompson, on perseverance. Let's look at our verse one more time. Can we read that together? But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Let me ask you, uh, what do diets and exercise programs and uh, marriage and the Christian life all have in common? Well, you know, they're fun to begin with, but they're hard to continue. <laughs> you know, for sure, that's the Christian life, isn't it? It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a long obedience in the same direction. So uh, is it your greatest desire to run with endurance and finish well? The older I've gotten, that has become one of my greatest desires is to finish well. How would you describe your uh, Christian life this past year? Has it been a uh, life of vigorously pursuing God's best or has it been a life of pursuing the temporal pleasures of the world and just a year of spiritual indifference? Well, we've, we've already been learning that first we must flee the things of this world, materialism and lust, the honeys and the monies, <laughs> and we need to pursue. And so let's take a look at what we're going to pursue in pursuing godliness. Not, and that means uh, lots of things here. We've looked at, at, at godliness, righteousness, faith, and love. Now we're going to look at perseverance. And that word has been translated uh, perseverance or endurance or steadfastness, uh, depending on your translation. It's the word hupomeno. Uh, comes from two Greek words. Meno means to remain, and hupo means under. So it's to remain under. So what does perseverance look like? It's the spirit-given ability to bear up under any circumstances. It's steady determination to keep going and not quitting. It's unswerving loyalty to the Lord in the midst of trials. It's staying calm without murmuring or complaining. It's choosing to submit yourself instead of what we want to do, naturally rebel. Is focusing on what is ahead and not on the current pressures. It's triumphantly facing difficult circumstances, knowing that even out of evil, God guarantees that good will come. It's following the example of those who've run the race before us. And it's fixing our eyes on Jesus in order to finish the race well. So how do we persevere? Uh, you know, we all face trials. 
suffering, problems. And we look around, we see other people who are prospering that don't seem to have any problems. And, you know, we're tempted to quit sometimes, aren't we? To give up, to not persevere. It's like the, the psalmist who said in Psalm 73, surely in vain I have kept my heart pure. You ever felt that way? <laughs> but, you know, he got his bearings. <laughs> and later on in that chapter, he said, whom have I in heaven but you? And besides you, I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. You know, the word perseverance, and that's the word I'm gonna, I've chosen to, to camp out on is because we understand what it means to persevere. Um, you know, it might be confusing because it, it seems to uh, communicate that God has started something but now it's my turn. I must persevere. But the biblical teaching, however, is that God has done something, He is doing something, and He will do something. God promises to finish what He has started. Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that He who began a good work in you will what? Will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so if we've truly been born again, God the Holy Spirit has given us a new heart with brand new desires. And so the only way we can persevere is by His power and not our own. And that's what we're going to look at. What are the principles that we need to be applied to our lives to, to uh, persevere, to finish well? And so we're going to look at 12 principles. So you want, might want to on your book there, just number one through, one through 12. You know, uh, the, the Chattanooga Times Free Press comes out every fall with uh, the football dynamic dozen. Well, this is the dynamic dozen of perseverance. 12 principles. Number one, perseverance submits to God's sovereignty. It submits to God's sovereignty. God is in control. Uh, Job what a great example, said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He trusted God. He also said, shall we indeed accept good from God and not accept adversity? And then in James 5, it says, you have heard of the endurance of Job and have seen the outcomes of the Lord's dealings, that the Lord is full of compassion and is merciful. You know, because Job trusted God, and he endured through all his suffering. What an example. What did God do? God blessed him abundantly and was allowed, allowed him to see his children even to the fourth generation. That's Job 42, 16 says that. So the first principle is that it submits to God's sovereignty. Number two, perseverance results from trials. Results from trials. Romans 5 says, We also celebrate in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. And perseverance, proven character. And proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. The third principle, perseverance means trusting God's heart. 
trusting God's heart even when you can't trace his hand. <laughs> Romans 8, 28, we all know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So it means trusting God's heart. Number four, perseverance means bring, that it brings us hope. Perseverance brings us hope. Romans 15 says, For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. Principle number five, perseverance comes by God's power. Comes by God's power. Colossians 1 tells us, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that, why? You may have great endurance and patience. Number six, Perseverance is demonstrated by older men. So I fall into this category. Titus 2 admonishes us, older men are to be self-controlled, worthy of respect, sensible, sound in faith, love and endurance. Principle number seven, perseverance proves that you possess salvation not just profess salvation. It's a big difference. Hebrews 10 says you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Number eight, perseverance runs like a marathon. Runs like a marathon. Hebrews 12, therefore, since we also have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's rid ourselves of every obstacle and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us, what? Run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking only at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set for him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, Jesus, who has, what? Endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and grow tired and lose heart. Number nine, perseverance produces maturity. James 1, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Any of you have trials? <laughs> we all do. It produces perseverance. Let perseverance then finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking, lacking in nothing. Number 10, perseverance brings God's blessing. It brings God's blessing. James 1, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And then number 11, Perseverance is motivated by our heroes, motivated by our heroes. James 5, as an example, brothers, of suffering and patience, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We count those blessed who endured. You know, through the examples of those gone before us, we are spurred on to persevere. Hebrews 11, a whole list of heroes men who persevered. 
You know, besides Scripture, though, I believe that the reading of biographies of Christian heroes in church history is a great encouragement to us to stand firm and to grow us and to help us to persevere. And then number 12 and last, perseverance is only possible by Jesus in you. 2 Peter 1, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these, God has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them, you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Now for this very reason, apply all diligence. And in your faith, supply moral excellence. And in your moral excellence, knowledge. And in your knowledge, self-control. And in your self-control, perseverance. And in your perseverance, godliness. And in your godliness, brotherly kindness. And in your brotherly kindness, love. For in, if these qualities are yours and are ever increasing, they render you neither useless or unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those 12 principles, look at those. What a, uh, are those true about you? I hope they are. I hope that's your desire to persevere like that. My former pastor, Wayne Barber, who's in heaven, said it this way, when you begin to discover who you are in Christ and that you have everything you need for life and godliness, it takes away the excuse you've used for living carnally. When you use the empty excuse, I'm only human, <laughs> you're just showing your ignorance of who and what God has already placed within you. What are we? We're men of, we're men of God, right? We have the righteousness of Christ. So you now have the ability to persevere because Christ lives within you. Christ in us transforms ordinary saints into people capable of extraordinary feats like persevering. When the world would say, why don't you just throw in the towel? The reason perseverance is not being worked out in many of our lives is our own hard-headedness and unwillingness. The genuine believer who says, I can't, is really saying, I won't. So it's really a matter of the heart, guys. The heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. So ask yourself the question, do you want to persevere and finish well? I do. The greatest memory that I have of my dad, who's been in heaven for 27 years, most godly man, was seeing him every day, early in the morning, in the Word, primarily in the book of Proverbs. He devoured Proverbs and in prayer. That's indelibly etched in my mind, the greatest memory of my dad. And that's the reason that he persevered all the way to age 87 as a godly farmer and a deacon in his church. I want to finish well, too. Um, so here's the issue. Will I surrender to let Jesus empower me to persevere? It's a choice I have to make every day to get in the Word. And years ago, God challenged me. D 
to get up early in the morning. And for me, that was what I needed to do, to get up early in the morning to spend time in his word. And I believe that's the key, guys, to spending time with the Lord every day. He gives you the strength. He reminds you that it's not you, it's him who lives in you to give you the power to persevere. Here's a great verse that we'll finish with. There's a great parallel to, to our theme verse, and it's in Psalm 1. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is what? In the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. What's the result? He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. It perseveres. It endures. And in whatever he does, he prospers. Would you pray with me? Father, we admit that without you, we cannot persevere. But Lord, thank you for your Holy Spirit who lives in us to give us the power to persevere. Thank you for the challenge to be with you every day in your word, in prayers, surrendering ourselves to you so that you can do in us what we cannot do ourselves. We can't, well, you never said we could, but you can, but you always said you would. If we allow you to live your life in and through us. Lord, we want to finish well. And I pray that that's the desire of each of us, that you're going to work into our lives in the days and the decades to come. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, let's take a couple minutes for reflection. You've got a couple of questions there. So what's necessary for a man of God to persevere? We've talked about that. Review some of those principles. And then number two, what is your plan to persevere? Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale. And we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.